Oh, I am I am ready for this and also extremely nervous. Uh, I'm totally not ready. This is going to be a complete you-know-what show. and Milk? Dinner at a house? It's pretty much hot garbage right now. This bullpen's trash. Bullpen's already garbage. We got it! Get it back. The fightings here. The fightings! Set! Set! One run's going to score! A play at the plate on Swanson! Yes! Do you have a beer? Oh. No. All right, welcome to the 705 Yet Podcast. As always, I am Alex, and with me is Mr. Brandon Jarmaska. Brandon, how are you? Good, buddy. What a win. What a comeback win. What I had win. all the faith, as you know, from my text messages the whole time. Let oh, yeah. Come back and win. Oh, yeah. You should see my I tweets. I all the faith. Yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Disc- Whatever Discord- we did. Does Courtney tell you about the tweets that I sent? Yes. <laughs> she- and then, You're uh, probably like, God damn it, Brandon. Why would you say that? Yeah. I say our text message thread, if that was ever released to the public, I think, we, I think I'd be in jail. So... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's basically yeah. like you—you you can definitely tell like over the course of like a game or even like a season, like our text thread and Twitter feed is just like, fuck the umps, fuck this, fuck that. This these guys suck. Like I fucking hate this team. Like what the hell is going on? They can't hit for shit. The pitching's terrible. The bullpen—I don't even know what they're doing. They got to bring Kingery up. There's your Kingery talk, Sarah. Um, and like it's just. It's just hilarious. You should like then, it should be it should be a TV 30, show. 30 is our, sec- is our yeah, thread. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds later, it's oh my god! I fucking love this team. <laughs> Stott, you're the man. It's it's great. It's great. Yeah, I think uh, we have a, I think we have a problem, but yeah, we definitely have a, a problem. It, yeah. it, and it's well, uh, we're, it's the we're Philly too fall, far gone. So, we're too yeah. far gone. Yeah. Um. No, I, I I blame I blame them winning. No, I'm just kidding. I was gonna say I blame them winning the the World Series in 2008 because they've just gotten our hopes up since then and crashed crashed and burned every year since then. But last last year was actually a, a very very good thing. So um, I mean Which, hopefully yeah. they, hopefully they can do it again. But no, I'm I'm doing I'm doing good. Got the got the win today and yesterday. Uh, but but yeah planted some flowers today that my neighbor gave me so okay. um, i know i know it's kind i know it's kind of early for it but i mean they're already like i mean it's only like gonna old. be 90 degrees on friday so yeah but i mean you're you're not I, I feel like you're not supposed to plant anything really until like after mother's day but or that's like the rule of thumb i don't know that's, that's a bad thumb i don't know you we, we planted that thumb we planted stuff before mother's day last year but I anyway. said what you plant, Brandon. Oh, some irises. Uh, My neighbor has a lot of irises, and I love irises. So do. yeah, I'm. I'll take some pictures for you of how many we have now. We have a lot of daffodils too. I don't know if you saw them when you were here. Um, yeah, you know I saw. Yeah, yeah, we have we have a lot of those, a lot of irises. Um, That's great because I'm gonna need to borrow. I'm gonna need to borrow your truck soon because I was down at Conestoga and. It's bad at Conestoga, and I now yeah, am planning. Tree. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh, I are am. you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, need that truck. Okay. Well, just just let me know. I mean, 
I mean, now now we're more Not busy. Not the weekend. The, Not till the okay. weekend. Well, now we're more busy with the pod, but uh, we'll record we can, on the way down. I was gonna say maybe we can record in the truck or uh, while we're planting said tree or mulching. Yeah. We'll just have we'll just have I don't need much mulch this year. I'm not doing much mulch this year. Oh, okay. We're we're not we're not doing any mulch this year either. It's it's fine from last year. So uh but yeah, yeah, doing good. Flowers. In case anyone was wondering about our garden life, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was something else that I was gonna say. Um that's stay good. tuned for the gardening podcast. That's yeah. next on our list. Yeah, that one's I don't know what that one's gonna be called. I didn't have that queued up. Um uh, beers and bushes. Oh, great, perfect. Yep, take let's that do in it. many different directions. Let's let's do it. Uh, planting the seeds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. All right. Uh, what 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 else what else was there? Um, I for, I forget. Whatever. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing good. Um, getting ready to rock and roll uh, so with my store opening soon, so which is oh, nice. great for this week and uh, off this weekend. Happy Easter, everyone! Since this, everyone will probably start listening to this pod on Sunday. Yeah, uh, two Phillies wins in a row. That's right. Best week of safe for all season. Three and five, not great, but it's early. It's very early. I have all the faith in this team. We can do it. <laughs> okay. We can do it. <laughs> All the faith in this team. All the faith after after we team. just talked about our text yeah. thread and Twitter feed and Instagram yeah. and all yeah. that. Never like, a doubt. Yeah. Never a doubt. So, uh, Brandon, where where do you want to get kicked off? I know you said you wanted to give some shout outs. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about the Red Series, obviously, the home opener in today's game on Saturday. Uh, but you wanted to give some shout outs from the prior Yankee Series, even though there was barely any. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I just wanted to to give some shout outs with some silver linings from the shaky, very shaky start to the season. Um, cause, cause there were some, there were some bright spots. Um, I don't have this on our list, but I, I don't know why I didn't, but Bohm has been tearing it up lately, uh, to start the season. So give a shout out to him. Um, Bailey Falter, which we will get into with today's game. He's been, He's been the the silent assassin of the Phillies because I mean, I I honestly I I didn't know what to think of him going into him becoming a starter or being in the starting rotation after Painter went down. But like, I mean, he's he stepped into that role pretty well, and I'm I, I mean, he, like I said before, he's he's confident in himself, which like makes me confident in him now. So like after seeing him pitch the last two games, I see I see it. Um, and then uh, I, I know I know we lost, but uh, Nola's second start was actually, I mean, obviously it was better than his first one, but of course he was going up against Garrett Cole, and Cole was, of course, going up against the Phillies. It, he was his normal self and just like controlled the game more so than than Nola did. But they they were going toe to toe at the first couple innings, I would say, and then. Um, the offense just couldn't get anything going for, for Nola against Cole. So, um, and then, uh, the other thing that I wanted to say is, uh, Kyle Schwarber hit his 200th home run, his 200 swore bomb in the, the win that we had over the Yankees. So that was, that was pretty cool. That was a good, uh, good win for, for the Phillies. Um, and Brandon Marsh complimented him by hitting one of his own home runs. And I think Bohm went 
three for four in that game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, but yeah, that, that was one of the bright spots of the Yankee series and, and the start to the season. Um, I know, I know there's not a lot really to talk about, but, um, I just Alvarado want people... too. shout out to Alvarado. Alvarado. Yeah. He, one uh... strike, two strike, three, good luck. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but I I just want to remind everybody that it is still early. I know we had our our thoughts after the first series getting sweeped like that and the first game against the Yankees like everybody was was super worried, myself included. Um but it is very very early still. They are what you take what, what are they 3 and 5 you said? 3 and 5, yeah. So, I mean, they they're only two games below 500 and um the next couple series, I think which we will get into are very winnable in my mind. So I don't know. And you had a shout out as, as well, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Matt Strom is our new ace. I'm declaring it. Pastrami as Brandon Marsh would say, he pitched amazing part of the Yankee series. I was able to watch uh, Pastrami pitch. He pitched great. He was controlling the zone. He was dominant. Yep. He had fire on the mound when he struck out Aaron Judge in one of his – it was like his final inning, I believe it was. Like, he was, like, screaming at the dugout, and the inning wasn't even over. So, like, he, he's he's got some fire to him. I like him already. Uh, he pitches Sunday, uh, on Easter Sunday. So, hopefully – Oh, does he? Hopefully the Reds will be eating a bunch of pastrami for dinner. I don't know if that made sense. But that means I want pastrami to do well. Oh, they're going to take a pastrami in, in yeah, the that's nowhere. Right. That's right. They're going to take pastrami <laughs> up the bunghole. So, you don't take it. Don't take that pastrami. But yeah, so I just want to give, make sure we got a shout out to him. Uh, make sure we notice that his is, start was really good. Uh, is because we're going to need him since Rangers still getting ready. Painters going to be a few months still. Um, is he starting well, tomorrow? I believe so. Should be pastrami, isn't it? Or is we, it Taiwan? We have him on our fantasy team, and it says next scheduled start Monday versus the Marlins. Oh, I lied. It's probably then Taiwan Walker tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, let me see. I'll, I don't know who has Walker. Yeah, it's Taiwan Walker because he pitched after Bailey Falter. Uh, it was the first game against the Yankees that we lost. So I still think the Reds will take Pastrami up the bunk hole. So. I will stand by what well, I said there. Well, I mean, the Phillies do play the Reds um, next after, week already. So in yeah, they'll play after Maddie, tomorrow so, in the series, which is next. I say, but yeah, he'll, uh, probably, he'll probably pitch against them. Yeah, as I say, we get into the home opener, though, right? Uh, yeah, th- uh, there are some concerns that I wanted to address. One is Taiwan Walker, although his what are your concerns with Taiwan Walker? Well, his first start was a little. Uh, you know, not what I was expecting. Although I was going to say it was his. Bad. He didn't give up nine runs like Aaron Ola. He gave up four. The four's not that bad. And, a, and a home run. I'm, I mean, like like I said, it was his first start. Or like I was going to say, it was it's his first start with the Phillies. So maybe he's shaking some things off. So I just wanted to put that out there just so like everybody like knows that he didn't have yeah. like his strongest start against the Yankees that I was expecting. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens tomorrow. We just gotta um, get used to in baseball, unless you're Nick Lodolo against the Philadelphia Phillies. I say yeah. baseball starters at the beginning of the season are 
are just not like a majority of them aren't ready. The, you know, the managers are taking them out so early because they're afraid they'll go too long. They're not stretched out, you know, a whole bunch of bushka. And I say that's, you know, well, going on. So, well, you I have think Taiwan said, pitched well. You, you have said that Taiwan is a uh, first half pitcher. Or he's really more, is, yes. More of a first half pitcher. So, I don't know. Uh, you, you're see, right. Well, then you're we right. will see tomorrow. You, we will see tomorrow. He's and, and, you, bless and, us. and you are right. It was against the Yankees, and the Yankees are the Yankees for a reason. They're yeah. they're, they're they're the Yankees. I'll say it again. They're the Yankees. Um, but but yeah, that that was one of my concerns. And also is the offense getting it going. That's another concern of mine because yeah, they are chipping away at their run differential right now, but <laughs> it seems like it's taking them a little while to to get things going i think yesterday they were tied 2-2 until what the seventh inning when jt hit his home run yep so it took them that long to to get ahead you know and today so but yeah let's uh let's get into the home opener yeah so we can start uh yesterday the home opener good to have philadelphia and citizens bank park Filled up, the Philadelphia fans showing up. Um, game one and two were sold out, which is awesome. It's not just the home opener, but it got the buzz back in the ballpark. And I do think that's honestly like starting on the road for two series after the Phillies were, you know, to start the season after the Phillies, you know, with that wild ride, it would have been great to start at home. Oh, yeah. You know, to kind of base it off of last year. But <clears throat> I think that's part of the reason why they didn't play too well. Um, I'm hoping that now with us being home, I'm feeling like a high winning, really, really, really extreme high winning percentage on the at home this year and potentially 500. You know, hopefully we can hit 500, but a little probably a little worse than 500 on the road uh, just because they're going to be so used to that, you know, that ballpark being rocking uh, every single game. Four hours so, of hell. Yeah. Uh, well, not anymore. It's like two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, I say of hell. As say with the new pitch clock, but uh, would love to have four hours of hell for opposing teams for the whole season. That would be fantastic. So uh, Wheeler was on the mound. Uh, he looked great. I say, but before the game, though, I do want to touch upon beautiful thing: Reese Hoskins and Bryce Harper raising the flag. I right. say for the NL pennant. I say that was awesome. That was really cool to see Reese out there. He had his crutch. I mean, especially what, that's a week after surgery, probably. Maybe eight to ten days after surgery. And I say he was out there. So that shows the love that he has for Philadelphia. And I'm glad that yeah. the Philadelphia fans gave both of them uh, you know, a huge ovation and yeah. round of applause because they both deserve it. You know, Harper's, which we got to talk about Harper then after these two games, by the way. Uh, so don't let me forget that before we end the podcast. Um, okay. But, you know. Those two deserve it. Can't wait till uh, Harper's back and hopefully Reese for the World Series because we'll be there. So, um, but yeah, Wheeler was dominant. As well, did, said. Did, did you also see um, before you get into the, the actual game? Did you see Castellanos dapping uh, Reese up in the dugout? I, no, I don't think I saw that. You didn't no. see that? Look, look up Instagram, the Phillies Instagram, or maybe it's NBC uh, Philly. Uh, but yeah, Castellanos and Reese are like dapping it up. And I, I, I didn't watch the game. I wasn't able to watch the game, but I saw that clip and I like a tear came in my eye because it was, 
It was wholesome. I'll take a look. You keep talking about the game. Well, I didn't watch the game, Alex. How am I supposed to talk about the game? Oh, my God. You're killing me, Smalls. Um, no, but, uh, yeah, Alex was about to say, we Wheeler started yesterday's game, the home opener, which is actually, like, a great uh, great start to have for Wheeler. Um, he came out with some heat. Um, I don't – Alex, what? how many strikeouts did he – how many strikeouts did he throw? Who? Sorry. Uh, Trying Wheeler. to find this clip. Wheeler. Wheels. Hold on. I'm finding the clip, Brandon. I'm finding great. it. This is great radio. What we do best. Yeah. Um, all, I know, all I know is we won seven to what? Two? Set, it was seven. five to two, Brandon. Man, you really five didn't to pay two. attention Jesus. to the game. Well, no, I was thinking. Well, don't worry, guys. Brandon is not watching any <laughs> Phillies games this year. Everything he says is a lie. And no, I was, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking the seventh inning when JT hit his home run. Um, it, which that was his second longest home run of his career. That was a oh, bomb. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that was an absolute bomb that JT had. Um, but it was good. Trey Turner keeps hitting. Uh, Bryce Stock keeps hitting. Mundo Sosa keeps hitting. Uh, JT keeps hitting. Castellanos is getting better. I say he had two hits in the home opener. So yeah, uh, yeah JT also it, had a nice uh, pickoff at second. Yeah, best defensive catcher, best catcher in baseball, but best right. defensive catcher in exactly. baseball as well. So, uh, but overall, good first game. Uh, we'll get to the second game uh, of the series. The Phillies walk off, win three to two. Nick, I give a shout out to the Reds pitcher, Lodolo. He was pissing me off all game because he, he owns the Phillies. Good. He does. I mean, well, last year we did get him one game, uh, but he killed oh, us we? the other game last year. Yeah, and he went like seven innings as well. And But he had 12 strikeouts, I believe, Lodolo had against the Phillies. Uh, it was like 14 or 15, no, 17 total for all of uh, the Phillies hitters for the game, but the Dolo, he's one hell of a lefty. He's got a Went really, today? really, yeah, they have 17 Ks today. The Phillies were not good all the way up till the ninth inning. That's why you got those text messages, Brandon. Um, but I mean, Lodolo, I do have to give a shout out. Like I said, he he was great. He pitched extremely well. He was throwing like he was painting the lines. Um, the ump was oh, had a couple shit. bad calls. Yeah, the ump had a couple well, bad calls. Jesus. The ump had a couple of bad calls, but overall, like the pitcher just he killed the Phillies. And for yeah. some reason, like when one when that a pitcher has like one good start against the Phillies, especially a young pitcher, in the Phillies the Phillies lineup sucks like majority of the time against them. It just happens. Um, and Lodolo, he he currently owns the Phillies until yeah. he doesn't, but right it's now he does. Sense. Until he right gets too he tired does. and they take him out and the bullpen comes in. Huh, that, yeah. that sounds did, a lot you, like the Phillies. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the ninth inning, though, Brandon? I did. I was able to to catch the end of the game. Um, yeah. Well, no, no. I, I turned it back on, um, I think, was it the top of the ninth inning when the Reds scored their second run? Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was the ninth or the eighth. But, uh, yeah, they were, they were bunting. They were playing small ball. They were bunting around the the horn there and scored a run, and it was just making me very angry because uh, I was like, oh well, the, they'd only be down one if that 
that uh, overturn call didn't get overturned earlier in the game. Should we talk about that now? or? Yeah, you could definitely talk about that before I get into the ninth inning rally because there's a couple things in the ninth inning for the Phillies that I want to talk about that I thought were funny. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. I, I know what you're going to say. Um, or one of the things. But, but yeah, uh, Alex and I were watching the game, and we were texting each other. I think it was, like, in a third inning or something. Um, and Pache bunts and beats the throw to first because uh, it's, like, an errant toss by the pitcher or whatever. And um, runners on first and second. Wild pitch. Runners advance to second and third. And then uh, who who got the hit? It was somebody got a hit and and it was supposed to score a run and Pache went to third and he was called safe by the umpire. It was very close and I guess the Reds challenged it or the MLB reviewed it or whatever and they were reviewing it for it felt like five to ten minutes that they were like looking this over. It was too and, long. It was way too long. Like, if they would have came out and been like, it's overturned, like, right away, been like, yeah, you got him. I would have been okay with that because it would have been like, okay, they clearly, like, saw something that was clear and, like, beyond reasonable doubt that he was out. But, no, they looked at it for five-plus minutes and then overturned it. It's like they were looking for clear evidence that he was at, that they got, that uh, Steer tug him out before he reached the bag, but like he called him safe. So, I mean, you, you can't like, you can't make that call. Like you can't overturn that call. If you're looking at it for more than five minutes and be like, yeah, he was out. Like well, no. their, their argument was, is that, that they thought he was out, but they were checking to see if Stott scored before Pache got tagged, tagged out. Oh, Pache. Pache. Oh, well, but regardless, it still took way too long. And if it took it, that long, it's like, like you said, it was called safe. I still would have ruled him safe. Uh, Obviously well, biased, but. Well, I didn't even hear, like, I don't, maybe I missed it, but I, I didn't even hear McCarthy or Crux saying it, or maybe they came on after I, I went outside. Um, I didn't hear him saying anything about them checking to see if Stott had scored, but like, it was just like, it, it just, it just took way too long. Like, it, it seemed like they were like, looking for something that they didn't see because they wanted it to be overturned because it was that close. But like, they just kept looking and looking and looking and looking and looking. And it was just like, okay, like you clearly don't see clear and concise evidence that he was out. So just call him safe. But, but yeah, like uh, uh, they, they would have been tied going into the ninth inning. And then if the Reds scored their second run, they would have, only been down one but i mean we still won so i guess that's the important thing but like just all the ump stuff and pitch timers and all that all this stupid shit that pisses me off this year but i guess the what was it the i thought i thought for some reason the pitch timer rule helped the Phillies. Oh no, no, it was the shift that helped the Phillies out this year, the shift ban that helped the yeah, Phillies out the in this shift, game. I think the shift ban is uh a lot of players will agree to more than uh the pitch clock. Oh, well well yeah, I'm I'm just saying that the shit like if if the shift wasn't banned, 
I don't think the Phillies would have won today's game because no, probably not because they were the two hits that brought in the first two run or the second run and the walk off run. Those would have been easy outs at first if if the shift was on because it was Stott or it was Brandon Marsh and then Stott that hit it yep. like right down the line and yeah. Yeah, there's a good chance, but uh, that's part of the game right now. But let's go to that ninth inning. Yep. So Castellanos, he started out with the walk, which I thought obviously was great. I mean, that was everyone, a great at bat. Everyone listened to this pod, you know, uh, most likely listened to the watch the game or was able to listen to the game. But great at bat, uh, really started got the crowd into it uh, towards the end of that at bat, which I think was really the difference maker and got Diaz even more flustered. Uh, boom, great at bat up the middle, uh, which then. Excuse me, the guy Castellanos to third, uh, but then Castellanos then torturing Diaz as they at the plate was the best part of that inning. I say he was the third baseman was playing so far back that Castellanos was probably three quarters of the way down the line. I'd say he was half. Say. Oh, oh, you three quarters? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say half. Yeah. I thought you were saying a quarter. I was like, I would say a half, but yeah, maybe even yeah. three quarters. He was like so far down the line, staring him down and. Apparently Dude, he could have like, he could have stole home. I know yeah. he's not like the fastest guy. There, there's a MLB, chance. I mean, he, he didn't want to take he didn't want to take a risk though with um, no outs at that time. Yeah. Uh, say, but that would be great uh, though. Oh yeah, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> he was like taking a running lead and yeah, it was great. Yeah. Do you think he did that himself or do you think Dusty told him to do that? I think he did it himself. Uh, I think there, he did do the, the player that he is, but it would be cool to, to knowing that Dusty was in Reading and like now he's where he is. It would be cool to. Well, here I'm gonna play the interview after the game. Uh, hopefully this goes well. Of uh, Castellanos talking about uh, getting asked about the, going down the third baseline. Oh, okay. You know, I don't know their infield coordinator over there. I guess that was a good idea to. You know, they're, they're playing the shift or whatever, so I was gonna get as much as I was What did he say at the end there? He said just a friendly hello because he waved at him. <laughs> he waved at him. So uh, Castellanos doing his best Philly uh, impression there by torturing the pitcher as they, by being 75 feet down the line. So yeah. uh, Castellanos yeah, I, honestly, winning like, some people over maybe over these first couple of games. He had a lot of doubters, as we all know, including myself, uh, in this season. So um, yeah. love to see it. You know, Castellanos. Still got to hit his first home run of the season, though. Yeah, he's hitting doubles, though. He's, yeah. I think he's leading the league in doubles, so. That's good. Yeah, yeah hitting so doubles and not, not striking out as much, getting deep into counts. Yeah. So. And then, obviously, after Castellanos, you had Marshy come through, which Marshy, he brings the energy. Uh, he needs to start in center field 90% of the games. Oh, yeah. 
does not need to play much at all, preferably. Um, and then, you know, Bryce and Stott, you know, so, so with the sack fly, tie it up, Bryce and Stott with the walk-off, kind of redeeming himself because he should have scored earlier in the game, as Brand talked about. But, you know, overall, great game, uh, or I should say great ninth inning. Stott's been, Stott's been on fire, dude. He's got an eight-game hitting streak. Yeah, he's hitting over 400, I believe. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, he's doing great, for sure. I mean, it's much better than the start that he had, you know, for last season. So hopefully he can keep it up this year. Uh, we're going to need him um, until Harper gets back, you know, Hall gets back in a couple months, which we didn't talk about at the beginning. We should have. You know, Derek Hall is out for most likely two months, say, with thumb surgery after sliding into second uh, and hurting his thumb, which sucks because we need him. So there's going to be some interesting players at first base. We'll see what the Phillies do if they make a trade for someone or if we're just going with Cody Clemens. You know, there's Weston Wilson down in the minors. There's a guy that Hart, I think it's Hartley. I can't remember. I'm having a total brain fart down in the minors. So Kingery, who knows? Um, We'll see how it goes over the next few weeks, you know, and months until Hall gets back. But Glad Hall's not going for the season, but definitely a blow, especially with Harper out. We kind of need some thump in the lineup. So uh, do you have anything else on these two games, or do you mind if we talk about Harper a little bit since we kind of have neglected for the past couple pods? Um, I don't have a lot to to add on to to what you said, but I I do think, like, this is kind of win that that they need coming off of, like, their quote-unquote World Series hangover. I, I just think this will get the wheels the wheels turning a little more and you know, I mean they, they got the Reds again tomorrow and then um the series the next couple of series coming up so that we'll talk about uh, a little bit. But um but no, yeah, I think this is this is the kind of win that they need. They needed a like walk off wins are always fun. I, I don't care I don't care who you are, especially like when you're when your team is like down the whole game and then they end up coming back after being down one nothing and then two nothing going into the ninth and like the like these are the games that I was talking about the last time we talked Alex like like in blowout losses like I mean th- those are those are something else and then like there's games like this where you're like down the whole time and then like by a, a little bit and you're like you always have that hope that they can come back and they do they did come back and it's just like this this is the kind of game that you and I like would watch like that Braves game that we watched and we were recording and we like had our like live reaction like I kind of wish we were recording while watching this tonight because it would have been would have been great content um I don't know it's it definitely would have been some content that's for sure yeah just just see I, I love these kinds of wins I, I hope there's more of them um well maybe not more of them I'd rather win comfortably but um but no they are they they get the boys buzzing you know yeah absolutely so uh yeah I just want to touch upon Harper a little bit uh Harper has been taking some batting practice on the field and since his bank part and that, that 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 dude he's ripping the fucking balls uh, even Rob Thompson said he really makes the ballpark look small, especially even now, you know, coming back from Tommy John. Uh, one thing he hasn't been cleared to do yet is to slide 
you know, so he can't do any of that. But Rob mm-hmm. Thompson said, keep hitting in the cage, keep hitting, taking live BP now. Uh, the only thing he said, next step is for him to slide, and then the next step is to get him into some minor league games. So things are, things are looking up for Hart, which is crazy. Uh, dude's a super healer so far. Yeah. Uh, knock, knock on wood. Um, hope, you know, he could be back. Yeah, I The dude's going to be back before June 1st. Yeah. Like, it could be it could be middle of May for all we know. Like that's which is ridiculous. Yeah. But what's the uh, what's the concern? Lineup with... definitely misses him. Lineup definitely misses him. For sure. Build up. And he just having a part of the game. Like Phillies fans need to realize that us having Harper on our team for thirteen years, like Harper is different for the game of baseball. Like he's a polarizing figure, but mostly in a good way. I think a lot of the hate towards him when he was younger, when he was, you know, kind of a prick a little bit. He was a young oh, yeah, kid. He was, I mean. he was a cocky asshole. Yeah. I say, but like, he brings such a swagger. He plays the game right. He's so electrifying. He comes up in big moments, as we saw last year. He's good for the game of baseball, and, you know, baseball will be better when he is back, and hopefully back before June 1st is what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. The Phillies definitely need him. Um, what's the concern with sliding? It uh, puts a, a different type of stress. Like if you would go down, you, you know, you're bending. Like, like what? Yeah. Head, it's head a lot first? Of or? Either way, like you just sliding, you could twist that elbow any different way. So like right now, it's more controlled with the swing and everything. You know, he has an okay. aggressive swing. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's his, a whole different animal. But it's his right elbow, too. So it's like, I mean, he had a, what, sprained UCL all of last year or whatever, and he still smash the ball so yeah so not cleared yet but i mean I, you don't want to rush him back at the same no time. no no i don't i don't want them to rush him back i was just con- i was just wondering what the yeah. concern was with the slide lineup will be fun when he's back uh for yeah. sure and he'll, and he'll primarily dh right I would uh, yeah he's gonna dh most of the year okay yeah i mean honestly like if, if he, not all if, the year if he was a big poppy the rest of his career i mean he would hit a shit ton of home runs, I feel like, focusing just on hitting. <laughs> yeah, but he wants to play the field. He said that already this season. So, um, okay. Also want to rec- recognize his comment when he was on the national broadcast against the Yankees. Um, I think it was the Yankees, but he was on the national broadcast, and they asked him, and he said about how he wants how the players hate the pitch clock, and he wants them to give the players the game back. And then they were oh, like, oh, hey, he- he said that? Yeah, he said that. Awesome. And then they were like, wait, what did you say? He's like, oh, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> so that was a pretty funny moment. You got to see that. You got to watch that clip, Brandon. Maybe you should I'll, pay fuck attention. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I, haven't, I didn't see that. Come, well, I don't know if the Phillies would post that on their social media or did the – or is it like it on a on, Barstool uh, It might Philly. be on the social media, but – It's probably uh, on like Barstool games. Philly or something. Um yeah, I'll have, I'll have to look it out. Yeah, they they should give the game back to the players because the that the pit honestly like I could deal with. I know I'm getting off tangent here, but I could deal with like all the other dumb rules that Rob. So good. That I know I was doing very good. I could deal with all the other rules that Rob Manfred implemented for the last couple seasons, but like the pitch timer is just like it's just stupid. Like it's it's not stupid if it's used properly. Like if they had a, again, I keep saying it, like if it was a longer pitch timer, maybe like 
20 to 30 seconds instead of 15. Like 15 seconds is like nothing. Yeah. You, like you you put something in the microwave for 15 seconds, it's not hot. Like what what are we doing? Like the microwave needs time to warm up. Come on. Like sometimes it takes like a minute for your food to get hot in the microwave. Like doesn't it? Like yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's like a silly you take, think, you but gotta like, think you got to think of these guys as a bunch of hot pockets. Yeah, they like, take two minutes to cook. Yeah, and then it's still frozen on the inside. That's right. Let's say so. Some of these guys just need. They're gonna get hurt. Plate. Yep. Route like the MLB and all these sports associations are like all for like player safety and all that, but like players are gonna get hurt because they're going too hard. Okay. Not that I want. Not that I think the MLB is soft, but like <laughs> they're gonna get hurt. Okay. They're gonna get hurt. Put it on a headline. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Harper <laughs> and then Hot Pockets and the microwave. So, yeah. uh, but I think that's all all that we do have, unless you had something else uh, to finish with. There was something that cropped up in the old skull there. Uh, oh, no, uh, I think that's it about, about the games. Um, but, yeah, we got uh, game three tomorrow. Uh, did you want to talk about tomorrow? Not just, just that we got uh, Matt Tyler Strom. Walker, as we talked about earlier. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Bailey Falter because I tricked everyone. Strom. But, and then Strom. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, not uh, Pastrami. But hopefully we can take the sweep. Um, then we're home against the Marlins for the next series for three games, and then uh, if, I think the it's a four again. game. Yeah, four game series, I believe, against the Reds away. Yep. Uh, right after that, so. Hopefully the Phillies, you know, handle their business at home. That's what they need to do. You know, we'll probably talk, I would say, partway through the Marlins series uh, this week. Uh, yeah, I had the schedule up earlier. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was I was looking at the, the schedule for the next, I don't know, couple series. But we got, like, like you said, the Reds for one more game tomorrow, which I totally, I have confidence in Taiwan Walker. I know I said I have con- some concerns earlier on, but I, I do have confidence in him and I think we can get the, the sweep tomorrow. Um, and then we got the Marlins. Um, what, what are the Marlins at right now? Have we, have we taken over their spot in the standings there? There are three and six, but you got to remember Marlins have really good pitching and our, our, uh, Scoring with runners in scoring position right now isn't the greatest. So they they we'll do, but we're, at, but we're at home, so it's uh, four or uh, as you put it, two and a half hours of hell uh, right now in Philadelphia. So um, and and we'll have Strom, we'll have uh, Nola, and then Wheeler again. So I don't know. Get Maybe. another sweep. Can get another sweep, and then we have the Reds again. Yeah, we got we got to finish off tomorrow first. So yeah, and then we got the Reds again in Cincinnati, and that's a very hittable ballpark. So, I mean, guys could be mashing the ball. Castellanos could get his uh, first home run of the season against his former team. Um, and then I think we got the Rockies, and then the Mariners, the next couple uh, of white, after that. White Sox after. Oh, the White Reds. White Sox, and then the Mariners. Then the Rockies. Oh, the, oh, I have that mixed up. The White Sox goes Marlins, Marlins, Reds, White Sox, Rockies, Mariners. Okay. 
which I think are all pretty win- – maybe maybe the White Sox will be a little um, challenging, but I don't know. They're 3-5 they're and five right now. I thought they were better right now. It's it too is early still, to tell. Yeah, it is still too early to tell, but, I mean, I do think those are all winnable series for the, for the Phillies. Um, I know they've had a shaky start to the season, but – you never know. Like it, it's it's early for everybody, so like it, it the Phillies could could start pulling away here. <laughs> no, I, <think> so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Angels are in first place in their division, so I I haven't seen any pigs in the sky, but you never know. It could happen. You ever see angels in the outfield? I have. It could happen. I, I I've seen it. It's a good movie. I used to watch it all the time. I know. I know. It was a great movie. Um, yeah. All right. I think that's uh, I think that's all we got. You have no possible or dad joke? Well, no, I have those. But All right. Hit them up. All right. Well, this is pretty straightforward. One. I got to start thinking of some more one, some more uh, pod polls. But um, hot or iced coffee, Alex? Depends. Depends. Are you yeah. an old an old man pissing your pants? Yeah, sometimes. Say, <laughs> but depends if it's freezing cold. I'd rather have my hot coffee. But I do drink way more iced coffee. Okay, I, I was gonna say I do agree. It does it does depend. Um, and yes, I am an old man who pisses his pants. Um, but no, it, yeah. it does it does depend. Like there are sometimes when like I'll be in the mood for like a hot cup of coffee. Um, but yeah, most of the time I drink iced coffee. So, especially that TVC coffee. Oh yeah. Spon- sponsor us. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, we'll put a, po- a poll out um along with this episode. So, but yeah, uh, some dad jokes for you, Alex. I'm ready. Here we go. How does a farmer keep track of his cattle? I don't know. With a calculator. Wow. <laughs> and uh, where do bees go if they want to use public transportation? Uh, the bee rail? A buzz stop. Wow. Yeah. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Not great, right. but not bad. Yeah, yeah. Keep hunting, Alex. Keep hunting. <laughs> <laughs>